listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 110 on Ed Reach. Did I get that right, Jerry? Yes. <laughs> Rob Steller shares his class. Uh, shares his class XP Kickstarter. This is Ed Gamer for Thursday, August 22nd, 2013. Ed Gamer is part of the EdReach Network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. A big voice. A big voice. <laughs> <laughs> I was early. My fault. Was the delay. <laughs> so I got excited. excited. I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> There's a delay. So, you know, I was, I was actually surprised that you got That's awesome. Good job. <laughs> this show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We will give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. I'm Rob. And I'm Josiah. And Rob, tell us who you, well, you just told us who you are. What do you do? Yes, my name is Rob Steller. I founded Steller Learning Innovations, which is a company designed to create education, software, and services, and we are the makers of Class XP. And Josiah. Uh, I'm Josiah Hills. I uh, currently work in education technology. I do training for teachers and, and consult with, with districts. And uh, I used to be a science teacher. We, we're always we we never leave being teachers though, <laughs> right? We're still so we're true. still educators. So yeah. true. Jerry. My name is Jerry James, and I may or may not be wearing pants. <laughs> It's I'm okay. sorry. We won't judge it was the Family wrong, show. wrong document. Sorry. <laughs> wrong uh, document. My name is Jerry James, and I'm a visual arts educator from Shopper, Illinois. <laughs> I so want to say something. Okay. My, <laughs> my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. And you would think, you know, after 110 shows, that we would practice a little bit more <laughs> and introductions and such. Uh, we're still getting this, you know, hangout thing going. and Jerry, I don't know about that countdown thing. We just need to practice. That's it works perfect. It was. I said go, and then. But you I don't see anything change. Okay, it changes on my screen. Oh, we got something to that. I said go. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I quit. How easier? How, how easy does it have to be for show. me? Yeah, it's not. You know, I bet the combined education between all of us, even Jerry and I. I mean, it's per probably pretty high, but we still can't do this. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> Ed Reach is hot on Stitcher, even though. Ed Gamer's on there. Uh, Stitcher's on his radio program platform on the internet. We're taking education forward by giving EdReach and education innovators everywhere a great place to publish content. Listen to EdReach shows on Stitcher. We thank Stitcher for their support of the EdReach network. And speaking of that, Rob and Josiah, you do a little podcast, don't you? Yes. Yes. For educational technology. Have you put your stuff on Stitcher? Uh, I didn't know it was that easy. I, I, saw it, I saw it in the show notes, and I started looking it up while we were waiting, and um, I'm definitely going to put our show on Stitcher. Why not? There you go, Stitcher. Just send yeah. us a check. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Yep. So um, we have – man, this – I have to look back and see what episode that we were talking about this, Jerry, but having experience points for students in the classroom, and, and then um, – I don't know when this came out, but – the I got. I think Rob. I think you sent me a message saying, "Hey, we got a Kickstarter going. You know, Class XP, and and then that's how this all came together." Yes. So that's our tease to get to that story because I found something, and it's out in your area because you're you guys are out in Connecticut. Correct. I saw this article, and um, it was in uh, Boston.com, and it was talking about how 
Oh, it's not going to do this, is it? I love, I love Boston.com. It's one of those where the paid sites, right? <laughs> uh, I pulled it up. Did you pull it up, Jerry? Yeah, I got it going. What do you? Is it got because it's saying, "Oh, you got to pay for this." So, okay, I'm glad you got it going. Oh, there well, it is. Good. We're looking at the article, buddy. Huh. Has, do a lot of newspapers do this out east? The paid subscription thing. Uh, Boston, I think um, Wall Street Journal has a paywall now. New York Times, if you if you look at more than six articles in a month or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You Gotta can't get any somewhere. of ours out here without it. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Okay, so really, I actually, Jerry, going back to this article, um, it's about ADHD and games and what you know you should know about video games. And if you can't tell by now, Rob and Josiah, I am ADHD. So uh, <laughs> you know my medicine is worn off way by this time at night because I take it in the morning. Slow, re slow release, um, and it's it's one of those things that I look at a, a lot of these articles and see what they have to say. And I actually contacted uh, this doctor that wrote the article to see if she would actually come on the show and, and discuss it. And it's it's one of those things that um, one thing it was talking about, it, it's dangerous because it seems to be a higher addiction level for those with ADHD and autism to games and being able to pull them away. And, and there's a concern. And there's a great concern. Um, the one aspect that I always bring up is that games like, you know, and playing Call of Duty or any other games that are just a lot of things going on on the screen are actually calming to me because that's the speed that my brain is working. It's mm. constantly moving at a fast speed. So playing fast games like that actually soothes me. Actually, there's Mario Andretti. Have you seen that commercial where he's a race car driver and uh, he's got a passenger in the back and he's driving along and the guy's freaking out in the back seat <laughs> and... He's everything's going in slow motion. He sees this flower on the side, and the, you know it's coming off one petal at a time, you know, or whatever. And he's looking at everything's going in slow motion. It's like a Sunday drive for him. And he's going 200 miles per hour. That's that's how I explain ADHD. And so wow. when when I read this article, yes, there's some things there, but you still have to figure out ways for um, you still have to figure out ways for uh, the people with ADHD or autism to kind of calm their brain down in some some capacity, some activity. And games seem to be the one to do it, but there's, there is concern, you, that addiction. You do need to get up and moving and doing other things. For me, it was golf and soccer, and Rob, I know you're a soccer fan. You know, <laughs> golf and soccer, I was constant thinking of what am I going to do next? What's my next step? And it got my brain active all the time. Uh, the problem is that we have kids sitting on the couch all the time not saying, Josiah, that you're on a couch or anything. <laughs> and, and maybe, it's He's nice in his couch, element right now. Hey, man, it's, it's past my bedtime. Right <laughs> yeah. so, That's all I can do. It's, um, you know, do you, being in the education field, you know, creating stuff, creating content, is this, do you, do you see anything in this area? I mean, I guess, do you have any comments about that? Well, just, just to talk a little bit about your, how it's calming to you, I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, you know, I used to teach biology. Just the idea that, you know, if your brain feels like it's in kind of a fast forward all the time, and then you're doing something that catches up to your brain, uh, and it has that calming sensation, it makes sense that there is this kind of positive feedback loop that could potentially lead to addiction if you're not if yeah. you're not being careful. Because you know that's what your brain is craving is that calm feeling. Right. So it totally makes sense. Um, you just, you know, it's good to be aware of those 
those pitfalls and, and, you know, try to work around it, try to find ways to balance that with physical activity that can also potentially give you that calming sensation yes. and maybe a little less detrimental to your health. Uh, <laughs> Actually, you know. increase your health by yes. moving yes. and not being yes. on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's that's uh, a definite. And I, I'm guessing, Rob, especially a soccer fan, and I'm sure you've played, you know, that um, I don't know if you ever felt that sensation, you know, out on the pitch. Yeah, sure. Actually, it's uh, it's interesting you bring this this article up, uh, and, and I wish I had had time to find this this research paper. Or I, I don't know if it was a research paper or just an article, but there was uh, somebody writing about using Kodu, uh, the the level creator, mm -hmm. uh, with autistic children, and I mm -hmm. guess that it worked really well in helping them focus and yeah. and actually spend a decent amount of time building these levels and putting them together. Um, but it just goes to that sense of maybe you know just constantly having to think of what comes next mm -hmm. and giving them that calming feeling and order. There's right. there's order there. And Jerry, you have especially your wife has a special place with this. Yeah, you know, um, she teaches uh, uh, very young students who who are diagnosed very early with autism, so it's usually pretty severe cases. But mm. you know, the thing wow. I found really interesting here. Um, there's a line in the in the article that says boys who play role-playing games were most likely to get addicted. Um, and then also it was yeah. interesting that boys with ADHD and autism were a bit less likely to play shooter games. I think it's kind of cool when you think about it that it says that they're getting more addicted to role-playing games than shooter games. It's essentially what it's saying, um, which is kind of interesting because it, it makes you think instead of, I think a lot of time there's that public perception of ADHD is like, give me something else to shoot, give me something else to kill, you know, yeah, when playing right. video games. But it's saying something totally opposite is that, the students are looking for something to challenge their brains and keep them involved and in, in make them think a little bit more. Yeah, so that's my take. And there's and there's a lot of studies showing that those with ADHD, putting pictures in your head. You know, as as I teach history, I have visual pictures in my head. I'm in Greece, so I can see mm -hmm. the village right now in my head. And yeah. and as I got older, I figured out that not everybody can do that. Mm -hmm. yeah. I thought, oh, everybody can do it. No, you know, this is kind of something special that my brain is, is set up this way. Yeah. And the, the, the way you're talking games, right there reminds me a lot of, are you familiar with uh, Temple Grandin? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my, yeah. yeah. Like Temple Grandin. No, no, she, she explains things. <laughs> She's awesome. That's how her brain works is in pictures. It is. My, my wife is wildly obsessed with Temple Grandin. She's yeah, seen her speak several times. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's, she is awesome. And it's actually, like, the, the last conference she saw her speak at, it was great because she brought home the packet. <laughs> <'Cause> the, <laughs> how about that one, Jerry? <laughs> the, title, the title of it was, like, a really important conference on Asperger's and autism. You know, like that was the the stunning title that she came <laughs> up with. Because to her, it was like plain as day. Like, yep. what is this? Yeah. A really yeah. important conference on autism. You know, it's like, what should we call it? A really important conference on autism. Yeah, you don't. It's it's yeah. It's very. It's all in facts. And and we actually have a group here in in my area in Bloomington Normal uh, that have actually hired autistic uh, adults. To look at websites because mm -hmm. they're able to point out all the intricacies and see yeah. if there's any problems in the site. Our brains, you know, the brains are wired a little bit differently, and it, they have different skill sets. Mm -hmm. And we need to find out what those are. And so when I explain this, I've already talked to to most of my students. I mean, we've gone what three days of school so far, and most of them know that I'm ADHD. And I've had kids come up to me and say, "I am too." And so, you know, I'm able to make them feel comfortable about 
who yeah, they are awesome. and what they can do. Just um, to just to put more stereotypes out there, could you tell us how the rest of the conversation went? It's like I have ADHD. So do I. I like shiny things. Hey, look, a cow. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> Squirrel. Sorry, I just couldn't resist. Squirrel. Yeah. So, well, so, uh, so what do you guys think, uh, you know, when we start, you were talking about the dangers of maybe just sitting for hours and, and playing these, you know, fast-paced games on a couch, but what happens when you start bringing in the Omni treadmill and the Oculus Rift when you're actually moving around and actually getting exercise during these games? I mean, do you see that as something that could be a, a positive impact? It could be. My, my ultimate is the holodeck yeah. <laughs> from Star Trek. Of course, yeah. Sure. Just, that's the perfect classroom. And it, Jerry, the joke, I bring this up all the time. When you, you know, Jerry worked with Second Life a lot. And mm-hmm. people, would, people would go to Second Life and have a conference. And then they'd build a school, and you'd go in and sit in classrooms <laughs> in Second Life. And you're like, you could do anything. And it you're just so going to go into a classroom and sit down? Yeah, they literally made a classroom with rows of desks. You know, it's like, look at all the desks. It looks like a real classroom. I was like, really? This is the one thing you chose. Well, you can make you can anything, and you made another classroom. Bored. Oh, my goodness. It's, hor- it's horrible. Yeah, so having that virtual reality, I think, is... I think is really cool. I mean, that's that's the reason why I use Civilization and other mm-hmm. games to bring my yeah. kids to that. Um, would I love them, you know, being able to virtually go and, you know, see a civilization like Egypt and walk along the river? Heck yes. I mean, that would that's the all that that's what I see in my head. I want to be able right. to put those pictures in my students' heads um, and and thoroughly enjoy that. So, man, okay, I need to take a nap. <laughs> it's, it's already past your size bedtime, so... Yeah. Well, we're an hour ahead of you guys, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so let's let's get to why you're here, which I think, you know, I, I think we can make a connection here that um, we've had, and this is something that we're doing here soon, we use a system called Skyward, and kids can go in and check grades mm-hmm. on that. Um, and we have some kids that are pretty, kind of obsessed about going in and checking their grades and seeing how they're doing. Um, this takes a little different angle, not only for the teachers, but also for the students, correct? Yes. And, 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 and how it's set up. So I think um, I think this is something that's coming at, at the right time, um, but I think you're going to see a large... I know you have teachers that are super interested in this, mm-hmm. but I think the students, I think you're going to have a large impact on students and seeing where they're at and, and where they're going. So kind of explain what class, how Class XP came about, the ideas and concepts. Sure. Uh, just just real quick, though, um, which just out of curiosity, which of your kids check their grades? Does it tend to be the kids who are doing better, or is it just vary depending on the kid themselves? It, it, it varies because it's, yeah, you're going to have the kids that are really obsessed about, you know, I want to make sure I have this grade. But, you know, I found out if I started putting comments on there, it didn't matter what level the kids were. Yep. Mm-hmm. If I could give some type of feedback. Exactly. Right. Some type of feedback, um, and whether it's sitting down and talking to them, whatever it is, if I can give them feedback, rather, because a letter grade really doesn't tell me squat. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't tell me squat. So if I give some feedback, then you could see a wide spectrum of, of student involvement. So, yes, generally, yes, it's the higher level kids. But sure. yeah. it depends on how you do it. So, I mean, you know, that's absolutely the case in a lot of the, the classrooms I've worked in uh, over the past seven years or so is that it tends to be the, the higher-performing kids who are more obsessed with their grades, and you lose a lot of the middle and, and lower-performing kids. Uh, so the, the, the goal of this is to get every single kid just very stoked to check their grades, like, compulsively and always want to know how they're doing and always want to know how they can do better. 
Uh, and the way we're doing this is by putting a la layer of game elements on top of the traditional grading system. And uh, I think, like you said, I think this is coming at a good time um, where in this, this generation of students, we're starting to see basically everyone playing video game of some kind or another. Uh, whereas when I was growing up, um, and I'm sure it was the same for you guys, I mean, it was a lot of uh, <laughs> land parties in basements with mostly guys. <laughs> uh, there, you know, there was a typical stereotype of who a gamer was, and I think that's shifted now. Um, so the basic uh, idea of Class XP is to uh, integrate game elements into classroom grading by bringing in points, achievements, badges, and a leveling system. Uh, so the basic uh, idea of it is that every time a student completes an assignment or a project or a test, they get points that feed into uh, a leveling system based on the unit and the uh, class that they're in. And it's directly tied to their grades, so the objective is to get to level 10 in every single class, which is the same as getting an A. Okay. So, um, and J I think Jerry's pulling up some of the... He's, the screens are actually coming up. They're, they're on the main screen there. Mm -hmm. um, this, so I'm looking at some of this here, and you have, so it's, is, is it point-based? So if I reach so many points um, for this unit, I reach a certain level, that equals a certain grade. Right. Josiah, do you want to talk more about the, the point system? Uh, yeah, so I mean, <laughs> eventually... Not to we'll put need, you on the spot, but... Yeah. <laughs> we'll need to nail this down, but I... I I would like to see multiple avenues to, to give the teachers some flexibility as to how they want to implement this because, um, you know, when you look at the point system that many teachers are on, they don't know what the cap, the cap is going to be. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, they're kind of waiting it as they go. Uh, ideally, what I would like to see and I, what I, I think this system would work the best for is, is really mastery learning. Mm -hmm. And so we're actually exploring the concept of um, you know, we a lot of education needs to go out with a product like this. Uh, it's not just here's this product and and now you can do all this great stuff. It's kind of you you want to use this product this way, you know. And and so we'll have to do a lot of messaging when we launch this. Um, but I I feel comfortable doing that because that's really what it's about is to to change what's going on in the classroom so so that students will be motivated because. You know the badges, the points. That's that's a start, but you know there's already research out there that says, um, you know, when you have that kind of an extrinsic motivator, uh, and and that's it, uh, that loses its value and actually hurts the learning process in the long run if you don't support it with intrinsically um, motivating uh, activities. So you know that's really what we're trying to look at is is the the skill. The, the learning of the skill will be the motivation itself and kind of what you brought up earlier Zach about feedback you know this uh -huh. this system this platform is really about giving kids more interesting and more relevant feedback you know so it's not just you have an A it's you're getting better at this skill yes and this is your progress it's the same stuff that they get if they're playing a video game right you know you get totally. points, and that means you're doing these things well. You get this achievement, and it's you're really good at fill in the blank. You know, yeah. so that's the type of stuff we want to empower teachers to to share with their kids in a fun and interesting way. Well, 
Okay, and I'm going to make a comparison to a game. So hopefully, please. I'm not going to get too. I'm not going to get too uh, too crazy. Have you guys played Borderlands? Borderlands two. Uh, yeah. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. I've played okay, Borderlands so one. Just okay. silence. Borderlands two, wonderful, a lot of fun. Um, you know, you can, you know, you have certain achievements that you can get in order to raise ranks in certain areas, and you know, even in the some some of the games. So he's really good with grenades, or he's really good with shotguns, or he's really good with you know pistols, or mm-hmm. you know, the data you can break it down. Yep. I kind of see that with different skills, whether in. Hopefully, I mean, I'm guessing you're looking into Common Core mm-hmm. uh, and the standards, taking those skills and saying, okay, and it'd be up to the, really, it's the teacher and any assessments they've created right. to say that, okay, they've reached this level in this skill, and right. that is represented by this badge. Exactly. Um, you have to break it down because, yeah, some of the early, some of the versions that I've seen out there, especially in college campuses and, and such, where they had ranking systems, it's like, well, they've reached so many points. Well, that's equivalent to an A, and you're right. That's it's difficult to quantify that. How do you do that? And each kid's different. Mm-hmm. Each kid's different. You know, if if I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons, I'm not a healer. I'm horrible at healing. <laughs> let, let me be a tank. You know, right. we have certain skill. We have certain skill sets. <clears throat> Those should be represented within a grade within Common Core. You have certain kids that are good in certain areas of math. You need to pinpoint that and that's that's the discussion that I've been having recently with my school district and other school districts in the area that and we we're piloting in secondary a common core a standards based grade book okay and I think that's yeah. that is huge because an A doesn't tell you anything mm-hmm. it right. tells you that I got an A in this class well what does it mean are you good at geography are you good at Understanding different types of government. Are you good at understanding divisional labor? Right. You, so, what what are you good at? Well, you can break those down, and it, hopefully, I'm I'm hoping you're looking at an area like that uh, within this platform because I think that could be huge, and and be able and that's what technology is wonderful with. Sir Ken Robinson talks about it. I mean, we have the technology to be able to data mine and put all this mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, platforms will start coming out with that. Yes, I I agree, and, um, you know, if you look at the big picture, we're not doing anything so drastically different. I mean, it's kind of like you could take something like uh, perfect attendance, right? Mm -hmm. And and that's that's an achievement, right? (laughs) At the end of the school year, you you have the kids walk up on stage and get their little uh, certificate for perfect attendance. But that's 185 days that they have to do this streak, and potentially without feedback, because the teacher's not telling them incrementally, oh, well, you've got 25 days accrued, and, and let's keep the streak going. <laughs> All we're trying to do is give teachers the, the capacity to, for whatever goal they're trying to set for their students, and whatever skill they're trying to uh, support them in learning, um, give them the capacity to give them uh, quick feedback in kind of a fun and, and, and graphical way. Uh, so it's, it's really... Um, I, I think what you described is is very similar to what we're trying to get done. Yeah, and the, the whole the whole idea of uh, adding uh, uh, progression by skills and mastery based progression has been you know part of our conversation from the very beginning. Uh, we're we're influenced uh, when I started creating the idea for this project. It was um, in part influenced by Lee Sheldon's multiplayer classroom, mm-hmm. um, and the idea I love the idea how he had guilds guilds within his classroom where each 
student within that group would have specific uh, skills that they were uh, excelling at, and they would use those skills as a team, which is what we see in the real world once you get into the office phase. Totally. And it's something that's not necessarily uh, you know, used in, in the classroom. So using this type of system, you'd be able to point out, okay, this student has this skill, this student has this skill, so we'll put them together and see how they can create this project together, each utilizing the skills that they're good at. Right. And just today, we did our multi and uh, multiple intelligence test. Great. So, I mean, that's that's one aspect, but it's still, and it's not 100% accurate, but it gives me an idea, at least that's where they see themselves at. Mm -hmm. And then being able to create groups and, and work together and, and work, you know, work for their strengths, but also see, oh, you're weak in this area, we need to work on that and build you up there. Yeah, you, you can have, you know, <laughs> a, a quarterly challenge for the, the kids. And this quarterly challenge, you're working on your, your weak spot areas, and, and at least we've got those identified. So. Have you have you uh, heard of Mooresville in North Carolina? Uh, I haven't, no. That's, it's kind of a... Um, <laughs> they actually have a group of people that actually uh, help... Uh, bring in groups <laughs> to see their school district. So they're an Apple school. They're you know they're one to one. Okay. Uh, they have students totally see where they are at with their with their grades and how they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, they do it and it's it's not in this format, but um, that's something I think maybe to to look into just kind of see how that how that works out because it's Great. like I said, there's people from all over the world that have visited that school district. Uh, and it's the model is kind of interesting. You know, they get the school basically the kids buy into it of owning their data. And is it is, a magnet school or a charter school? It, no, it's a public school district. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mooresville. Nice. So, um, any other? I, I'm seeing that you you have some free. You know, you're gonna have some free options here, and then some premium options. Well, first of all, is this available? Uh, we are just about finished with the basic features of it. Uh, we are in the middle of doing a Kickstarter right now to try to speed up this process. I mean, I'm I'm one of those people. I'm I'm just so excited. I've been working on this for so long, and I can't wait to get this in the hands of teachers just to see what they do with it. Uh, and so we are trying to raise the funds to speed this up. Um, but like I said, we're we're done with a lot of the basic features. We are just about ready to start beta testing uh, next month as as teachers start to go back into their classrooms. And we are hoping to get a lot more of the advanced reporting features. We want to integrate uh, a competition system, whether that's uh, group versus group, class versus class, uh, and a couple other things we're working on uh, before we fully launch it. But there will be some features that are part of a subscription uh, model and some that are offered for free. Okay. And we'll have those links um, set on our, on our show notes, so we'll make sure we get that out there. Great. Uh, are they, uh, the kids have avatars? Yes, so we have a graphic artist. That's the fun part, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from Peru, who's uh, got this really unique uh, graphic style, who's creating the avatars for us, and uh, as we move on to development, we're going to keep adding more avatars, more, uh, I mean, we just want to make this very customizable for the students, too, you know, different uh, colors, backgrounds, avatars, like pretty much anything we can think of uh, for them to customize. Uh, Jerry, I'm sure you noticed that. Yeah, I did. I do. I love the artwork. It's very cool. <laughs> we got to get Jerry thumbs up. You know, being the art teacher <laughs> and all. You know, I mean, that's that's kind of neat stuff. Um, no, that's that's really cool. Um, I'm trying. I'm just kind of looking through here. So, any any of the special features? So you'll have you'll have a teacher dashboard. Mm -hmm. 
you'll have a student dashboard. Yeah. Right. And then they'll be able to customize that a little bit. Yeah. You said. Yep. And then parents. Yes, uh, that's one of the features we are working on, and hopefully uh, can, we can speed up with the Kickstarter. Uh, but we want a way for parents to be able to check in and see how their, their students are, just like on a very, very basic level. Um, mm -hmm. Right now, we are working on a web platform, so it's accessible from any web-enabled device, mm -hmm. and we are looking to uh, develop apps for iOS, Android, and Windows. Um, also, so just basically, like I said, uh, you know, the whole goal is to, to get students excited to check their grades and, and make it very, very easy for them to check it at any time. Uh, as soon as the teachers input their grades, it updates real time on the student side. So it's, it's just important for us to, you know, keep that data process moving. Okay, very cool. Uh, Jerry, do you have any questions? Um, oh, it's, oh, that's my face. Okay. What? Yeah, how do you control the screen share? Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, other than that, um, no, it looks fantastic. I love it. I, I you. you. know, like the concept, and I, I do. I love the artwork. It's a great dimension to the artwork, kind Thank of uh, cartoony, but still very, very, um, very modern. I like it. Cool. Yeah, simple, um, simple, clean. Uh, is this, and now I'm going to put you on the spot, Jerry. Okay. Is this something, the concept, uh, especially for the art classroom, um, that's a great question. You know what? It, it, it's it, it is a it is a concept that I think anybody can fit into any classroom. It just depends on you know how how you intend to use it. I do. I like I like um, Josiah what you were saying about the um, when you were talking about going beyond you know just the simple gamification type things, the simple earning of badges. Because I mm -hmm. I guess I question that slightly in my own head too. Is at some point of are we going to run out of you know is this going to become just a another thing to earn, another, you know, motivational technique that's going to be one-sided. Because that's a kind of a running theme in in our show is, uh, you know, everything's a tool. And in, in right. sometimes things aren't meant to be used 100% of the time. Sure. Um, so, you know, and I think badges were, were almost jumping on a little bit of that boat too. But I like what you've done with it. It's nice. It's very cool. And well, just, to, just to carry on on that, uh, I mean, you know, even in a video game, the badges are not what the gamers are going for most of the time. You do have some badge collectors out there, and they just want to, you know, get all the Xbox Live points or whatever, and yeah. and just map, you know, max everything out. But for the most part, it's the quest mm -hmm. to get that achievement. You know, it's they are doing something that they seem they feel is valuable in that game world, um, and then. Oh, by the way, you got this little badge, and the game told, tells you, gives you that feedback that, hey, you're doing really well. That's hmm. all we want to let teachers do is, hey, we need to learn these things. We need to get these skills because that's going to help you in your life, help you move move forward uh, and, and meet whatever goal you set for yourself. You know, these are the tools that lets you let you do those those things uh, in in your real life. Um, yeah. And we just want to give teachers a platform to help them, give <clears throat> students and parents eventually. Um, that feedback and say, hey, you're making progress. Here's, here's think, the... Go ahead, Jer. I was going to say, I think we should change the national motto of education to education, to each their own. <laughs> so, you know, the, mo the more versatile your program can be and the more students that it can reach, I think the better these days. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it's important okay. for us... Sorry, just, uh, no, you're right. just to add to that. Uh, it's important for us that, you know, teachers across grades, across subject areas... Um, 
can use this to the way that they see fit, and it's not something. It's not a, a you know a piece of software that teachers have to work their way around. It's something that can work around the teachers. Um, so it's something that you know I've been talking with a lot of different teachers about uh, to try to see how we can best fit into their models of teaching and some of the projects that they're working with to make it you know suited to their needs. So as a gamer, you know I'm always looking forward to getting to the next level. <laughs> you know because I, I get this next skill. You know I've, that's one of those things that I'm constantly thinking about is how you know, how does something like this yes. Getting those skills, having those skills, and, um, and and learning something new is great. But you know, is there a way to make them feel that? If I learn, if I learn how to use Class XP, you know, I've I've learned a new skill. If I learn how to use WordPress, I can make websites. If I learn how to use Weebly, which is the new thing, which is seems so easy to use, uh, then you know, I, I have another skill set there, and I can use those tools. Uh, that's something I can I can see, but making that connection from the classroom, what I'm learning in the classroom, and then seeing that skill set and grow with that is very difficult to do. Uh, this is an open question to all of you. I mean, is there is there a way to make them feel that you know I got I want to get to the next level, then I can get this skill and I can get to this? Is there something that we can do as teachers in the classroom? Or, like I said, it's just one of those questions that always. I always ponder with: Is it cheap to put it in something like Class XP and go, okay, well now you can, and <laughs> this might be something you have, well you can add more stuff to your avatar, <laughs> you know, you can add on new things and, and stuff like that. Um, I I don't know. What are your thoughts? Actually, it's it, it's funny, Josiah, because <laughs> Josiah and I in our podcast uh, recently we talked about the futuristic classroom, especially bringing in a lot of these uh, uh, game formats and platforms and. Uh, just systems of collecting data, and we're we're talking extensively about how we, or we, I guess we were just joking around about how it might be a time where you know the 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 learning tracking that happens in the classroom happens outside as well. So every time you go to a museum with your your parents, you might you know have a quest that pops up on on your phone that adds into that achievement that you learn in class and it ties those skills yeah. and those lessons that you use in the classroom into the real world and things like that. Mm -hmm. Isn't that kind of like open badges? Isn't uh, that something that they're kind of looking doing? Yeah, it could be. I mean, I, it's tricky because you ultimately you have to have somebody decide what's a badge, right? Mm -hmm. And obviously <laughs> uh, moving, put, putting some of these platforms aside, I mean, just as an educator of children, the, the ultimate goal for me is to get the kid to realize they get to set their own badges, right? They get to decide, uh, especially in this country, it's amazing, but they get to decide what is the winning condition for themselves. Yeah. But so many kids never actually realize that, and they <laughs> go into a, adulthood, huh? and they never realize that I get to decide how I win the game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, uh Will will class XP and will games and gamification help that? I think it can if if you use it in a smart way. Like like uh, Jerry was saying earlier, it's it's a tool. You know, mm -hmm. um, it's one way to build in some fun and build in a little bit of narrative and and excitement into learning. And when they get these habits, sometimes you need um, compliance before you have. Uh, belief, right? So you just need to build these habits and then they have the tool set to connect the dots and say, 
oh yeah, this this is the big picture, right? But but until they have those those skills that we kind of sometimes trick them into learning, you know, they might not be able to make that that big aha moment. Um, so you know, it's 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 a blend of things. Um, I don't I don't believe in silver bullets in the education world. Yeah. You know, there's nothing that's nope. just going to cure all cure all. So you're right. Uh, we're just trying to do our small part. Um, you know, we've got our day jobs. We've got this <laughs> side project. Uh, just trying to do what we can to make sure kids get what they need in this country. Yeah. So. You're having fun, and yeah. you're hoping the teachers and the students are having fun using. Absolutely. All right, I got one more question for you, though. So oh, hold it. can you hold it? Can you hold on to that? Oh, I, I want to do the I want to do the Eduin thing, and then we can well, kind of finish up. Now with I got a screen share again. Hold on. <laughs> just write down the question because I know I forget. Go ahead. I won't forget. Squirrel. Okay. Did you see? Did you have an Eduin this week? That is hashtag E D U W I N. Remember that PBS and EdReach are collecting education wins by going to whatisyoureduin.com. Anyone can submit an Eduin to help us shape the conversation of education into a positive one because we all know that every story out there in education is so positive. That sarcasm. <laughs> is there a sarcasm uh, button on there? <laughs> if you see an innovation, a story, a moment happen, be a citizen reporter. Nice, it's the only sarcasm button I have, sorry. <laughs> and, and tell the world, submit an eduin at whatisyoureduin.com, and let's change the story of education. Jerry, what is your question? All right, well, now let me get off screen share. <laughs> at least you know how to use oh, it now. Thank you. Um, so I think every time that we have a, a Kickstarter on here, I do always go support the Kickstarter. So you're getting at least one more donation uh, out of, all, it. Out of this. It. But, uh, I will donate, but i but I got to ask you, I always have a blast reading... Um, you know the the rewards the the prizes <laughs> for the backers. So, so which one? You guys want to promote one? Obviously, you know the, I'm sure you'd love to promote the the two hundred fifty dollar one. But is, is there one that you think that's just you know great deal? Now I don't want to blow any this, surprises that, here, but the is that to go out to dinner with Rob and, and just is that what it is? I see the ten dollar well, more one. You get a unique avatar. Now I know yeah. that that's probably going to be based on Zach's appearance, but what? Other, Actually, what? we could we'll, we'll add one for a thousand dollars, or we'll make <laughs> you an avatar in the game. So now we're talking. <laughs> Let me go get my credit card, honey. I think we need an Ed Gamer avatar. That's what we need. We need an Ed Gamer one. So okay, keep going, Jerry. You're on a roll. Is that, or is that it? No, I was just saying. Is there <laughs> anything you want to tell us about the the wonderful gifts you're giving away? Yes. Uh, I mean. Uh, most of them involve getting access to Class XP in some degree or another. Um, we, like I said, we're we're planning on developing it, uh, hopefully, quick more quickly uh, using this this funding. Um, but I think starting at the twenty dollar level and up, uh, you donate and you get access to it. But, uh, you get access to the beta, and then also depending on your donation, uh, you get access to all of the premium features as we make them over the next year. Um, so we are trying to encourage teachers to get on board early, and, and obviously ever, anyone who joins us right now is going to be a part of this process and actually shaping how this software will look in the long run. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Well, I think that's it, Jerry, because it's starting to get past my bedtime, and if it's past my bedtime, <laughs> these boys are way past theirs. I got my second win. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> got a monster, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer podcast. And there was three of them tonight. Right, Jerry? That's right. Google Educast, uh, the, uh, oh, see, I, is it the Lady Geeks? Or the Geek Ladies? It's a, oh, thank you. 
I hope they're not watching. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> um, and please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach Network. Have a great week. Bye. Good Thank night. you very much. <laughs>